It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It goes without saying that you are listening to Goes Without Saying with Sefi and Wing. I'm Sefi and I'm with the amazing Wing. Here I am, <laughs> ready for service. <laughs> and today we're talking about manifesting, which I mean, I'm really excited for this conversation because I love a bit of like spooks to talk, but also kind of how to get what you want, if that's even possible to get what you want, is manifesting bullshit and just this whole thing that's rooted in privilege. We're talking about hot girl summer, being that girl, romantic sizing your life there's a whole load of combo in this and I just can't wait to get into it really let's get into it okay how do we begin I feel like long time no see even though I've seen you actually technically more than ever I know it feels bizarre I'm, we were just saying we have like a weird energy today the live is still like ringing in our heads we've had one day in yeah. between but I think during that day we've just been so self-indulgent and kind of I don't know kind of I've watched the reel too many times I like feel sick just <laughs> is in my head i think we start this by saying like thank you to everyone who came to the live thank you to everyone listening yeah. just like we're very there's a lot of thanks going on it's a thanksgiving day today yeah it is thanksgiving it was so good like i'm so shocked at how well that went dying because i can't even get into it i'm honestly grinning my nut off I was so scared about the wind. I was, when the drummers started drumming, 12 drums are drumming, whatever started coming in. I thought, oh God, we're done for. We're fucked. But it went so smoothly. It did, yeah. It went perfectly. And we had the best old time. And now you're right back where I like you, miles away. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So today we're talking about manifesting and like the whole lifestyle goals, that girl discourse vibe, which... I don't know. In a way, I feel closer to it than ever, but I also feel really far from that topic Mm. right now. What about you? Yeah, I don't feel close to it, that's for sure. We we sometimes say the veil feels quite thin right now and things like that, (laughs) like spooky things like that, but I feel like the veil... The the veil, if there is one, feels quite thick at the moment. Like, I can't kind of break through to the spiritual side of life at the moment. Is that what you feel, though? It's spiritual? Well, yeah, I think manifesting has, like, an undeniable... It's, like, woo-woo vibes, almost. Mm, mm. If you don't see it as spiritual, what do you see it as? Well, I guess the two sides of it being... One side being, yeah, the spiritual stuff that's just been completely, like, gentrified. Yeah. Actual, real, like, spiritual thing. And then the other part of it being, like... Like, things are being manifested. Like, things coming to fruition. Like, opportunities arising. As in creating action. Yeah, Yeah, actions happening. Yes. Which I yeah i love that side to be honest both sides of it if we're gonna start from like the cynical 
side kind of the spiritual side yeah whitewashed gentrified side and then the action side is kind of like a capitalist like individualist side so both are kind of a bit bleak yeah if you look at it kind of in that bleak lens but also both still stunning (laughs) yeah oh my god the most stunning yeah (laughs) that was the kind of the vibe so obviously we ask on the story so follow us on instagram if you would like to at sephian wing and there was a real divide between people being like, yeah, it's just capitalist. Yeah, it's like, you know. It was literally 50-50. I re- so actually, I'll read this point. Someone just put it really nicely and they said, it looks like the new version of the American dream. It's capitalism mm. disguised in spirituality. I like that. Yeah, and I just thought that was a great old, like, um, phrasing. <laughs> and to say that it's a great old point, but everyone was making that point. But I just think it is true. It is kind of um there was people a lot of people talking talking about like the focus on like wealth and like yeah quote unquote success. And that's what I think is silly that it's like you're turning something that is supposed to be if it's supposed to be this kind of universal power that like brings you essentially gifts or matches your energy with whatever the energy you align with if if that's the thing it's like Mm. why then are there people writing down like i want four thousand pounds and the universe gives you four thousand pounds like no if there's some kind of thing god simulation whatever do you think they deal in like the currency of like money and like I want a boyfriend? Oh, I'll give you a boyfriend. Honestly, God deals in Great British pounds. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I don't think so. He's converting what's five God pounds to five British pounds. It's just like yeah, it's it's quite simplistic that bit. I think that bit is the bit that I'm like, kind of you watch a YouTube channel of like manifest, a YouTube video of like manifesting a million pounds in five days. And it's like Mm. kind of David Dobrik doing a bit. It's like, this is just bleak. Like this is turning something that, I don't know, is supposed to make you feel okay in your life or feel happy or something into like, how can I monetize manifesting? It's like, that is a bit, um, Mm. it's just like, I guess not what it was intended for. How do you think your relationship to manifesting has changed since like the first time you heard that word to now? Like, how do you think it's different now? Oh, well, I think when I first heard it, I was all over it. I think I probably first heard it with you, to be honest. Right. I think we got quite like spooky back in the day. And I think I heard it and I was like, what is this thing? Because do you remember we watched The Secret together? Mm hmm. Well, I'd already seen it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you already knew it. <laughs> I think when I first watched The Secret, I thought, what is this? <laughs> you were terrified, <laughs> yeah. I thought, this is fucking nuts. Like, this seems, to be honest. And it is. Oh, boy, is it. I d- it looks kind of has a weird, like, Lord of the Rings aesthetic. Like, the spinning... It's a weird Y2K. Yeah, it's so strange. It's gross. It looks very gross. It's sepia-toned. Well, it looks like kind of they made the film and then they covered it in, like, coffee stains to, like, make it look old. Yeah. They were like, they're tea staining. They're like trying to make a secret map. Yeah. The great leaders in the world have always known about a secret. (laughs) Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? (laughs) Wow. Pull out the Wonder Burn impression. (laughs) Ron. (laughs) Honestly, Rhonda Burn in the building. I love my echo whisper. That was so like impromptu. I thought that was really good. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of, Harry, I now speak directly to you. You have one hour, one hour. Yeah, and Pavati, whatever, is like screaming, <laughs> screaming her nuts off. She's terrified. But that was kind of me watching The Secret. I thought, what the fuck is this? What is this? Well, you're thinking, oh no, I've only been thinking of kind of desperation and doom for the mm-hmm. past like 20 years. Fuck, now I've that, now that's what's in store. But I think The Secret gave me a vibe of desperation and doom. Absolutely. Which, to be honest, is is an easy vibe to default to. It is kind of the default energy <laughs> for most people is desperation and doom. Desperation and doom. Yeah, sudden death. Honestly, <laughs> sudden death. 
Um, well, I want to ask you, what's your relationship with manifesting? Because I feel like you maybe heard about it a bit early. I don't know. I think I did hear about it early, but then I think I think I was really into manifesting when I was like 17, 18, which makes you even more... Yeah. Or just back then, it's like all those years ago, I'm so old now, but like all those years ago, I was much more um, ready to accept what everyone told me about spirituality rather than find my own beliefs. beliefs. Yeah. Because also I'd always, I'd been not raised quite spiritual but I was introduced to spirituality as a whole really really young like like as like a kind of a little baby Mm. so I definitely would just take everyone's word for it then when you see fucking Rhonda Byrne be like and this guy he cured his cancer with manifest like oh my god I'm so fucked like I've really been thinking of doom and now I'm gonna bring doom you know and it and it is that like it is a horrific message to be sending people of, um, yeah, all of your suffering is, is your own fault. So actually, let me give this point. If you don't know who Naina Florence is, uh, you definitely do. It's like, who the fuck are you if you don't know who she is? Yeah, you're sleeping under a rock or living under a rock. <laughs> You've been sleeping under a rock. <laughs> it's kind of your Jesus Christ, ready <laughs> for a good Friday. <laughs> ready to be reborn. <laughs> Everyone came in with really good points. And then Nana came in. Sorry, stomped on everyone's points. It's like, she's the only one I'm going to mention now. (laughs) Sorry for everyone who had good things to say. Only the queen matters. But (laughs) Nana said that she hates the idea that everyone is just a manifestation away from overcoming class and race and gender. Yeah. And I just thought, let's end the pod there. What a fucking bar. Fucking hell. So good. But isn't that true? It's, It's true. It sells you the narrative of like, your mindset is what's what is it's yeah it's all your fucking fault it's that if you have anything that hinders you in any way societally it's like oh well you can overcome that by positive thinking it's like that is so damaging and if you haven't yet it's because you're lazy and you're fucking miserable and you don't deserve it and you deserve misery it's really fucked actually it is fucked well i feel like that's why that's what kind of where i am now with my relationship to manifesting is kind of like i even came to this episode being like i don't know what the fuck to say honestly like with everyone saying like it's just true it's kind of just like yeah let's leave it at that on one side it could be really nice and on one side it's really fucked up anyway (laughs) like most things in the world Yeah, yeah i know someone said um like if it's good it's good like it's when it stops being good that it's bad like but you know if you just take it as a harmless thing then it's harmless which i totally agree with but it's kind of like yeah heroin is a harmless thing (laughs) we just take it as a bit of fun then it's just a bit of fun and it's harmless i don't know heroin (laughs) is a harmless thing yeah everything can be like yeah if we don't take anything seriously then nothing is serious and but that doesn't do you know what i mean doesn't make it okay i was actually speaking to someone quite recently who (laughs) Who the fuck are you speaking to? <laughs> I'm going to be so vague. There's somebody in my life. <laughs> um, and there's somebody that... I was speaking to someone about this person. So this person has had kind of... I don't know. I would say like a long struggling life. I would say just kind of... It's gruelling. It's a gruelling life. <laughs> Bowls of brown. A gruelling life. They're just... They're like a white straight woman. But they are oh. acting like the world is like attacking them at every level. Okay. So actually not really a gruelling life maybe. And But they're like rich kind of really wealthy yeah no the the struggle is completely internal but they perceive that the struggle is completely external <laughs> they perceive the struggle is real yeah they honestly they, they perceive that the struggle is real but the struggle is completely completely to be honest a mental health issue rather than like the weight of the world is like attacking a you. situational issue yeah yeah exactly and throughout this person's life they have kind of refused to like get any kind of therapy or anything like that just kind of they perceive that they have tried therapy because they're like oh but i like sort of 
crystals and like a, a shamanic ritual under the full moon and i've got a, a special herb that i will smoke very new agey um on the summer solstice and that will cure me and it's like this isn't what you should be going for and i was saying to the person i was speaking to about this it's like <laughs> i don't know if you've thought about all of this shit that you're doing but maybe it's not working but it's almost like they are like well i've been trying everything and it's like no i do think kind of manifesting and quote-unquote spirituality and all of these like crystally like pleasurable things they are not um on level with real medical help it's like no what is needed here right now is like kind of a therapist antidepressants i don't know i'm not a fucking medical professional but maybe go to a doctor Mm. rather than oh i'm gonna manifest my way out of this and i think that is the problem with this like discourse essentially that it's like it's seen as um the answer but i do think it can be used as a fun cherry on top but absolutely absolutely a shamanic ceremony is not going to do shit when you're clinically depressed yeah that's the thing is i think it i think it is the answer for loads of people but it's just the classic case of like there isn't a one size fits all really to anything Mm -hmm. in life because humans don't work like that it's kind of fuck brandy melville there is no one size fits all for anything like (laughs) um it's like yeah that would work that could work that could be fine but it's like yeah if you're pushing on to like i don't know how old this person is but they're like in their 60s i'll keep it vague for you yeah fucking hell (laughs) oh i'll be specific for you um (laughs) but it's it's almost just painful though because it's like you're viewing something that i mean yeah i loved i would love to believe that a crystal can change your life or that if you put a letter under your pillow that describes all the traits of the dream man that you want under your pillow with a rose Mm. quartz and on a full moon you burn it and it's they're gonna come into your life i love that shit but also i don't think that when you're presenting it as 100 percent truth like this is going to happen if you do it um and it's just about your mindset if it doesn't happen then it's just you weren't wanting it much uh, wanting it enough i think that is so damaging for people that kind of are looking for answers like desperately yeah i agree when we first started this ye old podcast all those years ago that we were mm. kind of saying earlier that all the hot takes that were once hot takes were kind of what we were saying i don't know even when that was what was that like a year and a half ago yeah yeah maybe i don't know I don't know what day it is, let alone what month it is. Roughly even two years ago. No, it was about two years ago. Jesus. Which is wild, because think of the time of year that we're in. But anyway, about two years ago, we were having the conversations of, like, manifesting is just privilege and self-care is just privilege. (laughs) We're going on and on and on. And they were hot takes at the time. There was a meme that was like, is it it manifesting or is it just privilege? Yeah. This is great. But that was two years ago. Yeah. So ne- it is kind of like, what have we got to say in this episode? Because I do in a way feel like I don't know where I stand right now with it. Because I love the whole... I do love when my lifestyle fits into what is sold as like self-care and manifest and all of those things. Yeah. I love it. Obviously, you would, wouldn't you? The dreamy, the dreamy life. Yeah, I do feel better like emotionally. But... I don't know, then what? So then what, I come to a podcast and I say, yeah, if you drink loads of water and you wake up and you do exercise and you do your mindfulness and you do your journaling and you meditate and all of these things, like, what, then that makes you feel better, does it? It's like, yeah, I guess that is what I'm saying, which I don't want to say because also I don't really believe it. I also think it's really wanky. But it's also the thing of it makes you feel better or it makes kind of you specifically as wing feel better but it doesn't solve all your problems like no, i think it doesn't but it does but it does make you make it easier to deal with your problems doesn't yeah, it, it? Does it makes you solve your more competent when and it makes you more aware of like is this a problem or is this just something in my mind it does kind of take away the problems 
if you're creating problems in your own mind, which I think loads of us do, it does kind of solve those problems, bad news. Or is it good news? I don't know. It just, there's something that's so wanky about it. Drink water. Something so wanky. But I also think maybe that's because our generation has a bit of an individuality complex. Yeah. And we don't like to feel like the things that we are coming up with and pushing online have been, you know, they're just regurgitated from the trends of 20, 30 years ago. And it is just kind of the same new agey stuff. It is just American dream stuff. It is just diet culture being that girl. You know, these aren't, we're not coming up with new things, which I think generationally we don't like to think. We like to think that we've cracked the code and that we've kind of figured out we've you know I've got a new this is a new lifestyle like the older generations they just don't get it like they don't meditate blah blah it's like no but these are all the same like what the instagrammers are feeding you what the youtubers are feeding you and what the podcasters are feeding you I hate to say (laughs) is something that has just been regurgitated it's not new thought it's mindfulness isn't a new concept it's changing and it's like a massive discourse right now but it's not new it's because it feels new and branded in the kind of um, like Western world in that way that it feels new because it's got the new face of Andy from Headspace and he's got an app and it feels yeah. new in that way because it's more accessible to us. Yeah. It's kind of almost that um, sort of Gen Z, not arrogance because I feel like, yeah, but I feel like it's an arrogance. I've got it too, that it's that kind of, oh, well, my parents and their parents, they all fucked it. They all did it wrong. Look at the state of it. Look at capitalism. Look at the world they've created. We're going to do it. We're going to do it differently because we we know. But it's like, actually, the balance is just swinging back and forth as in it's like- You just change the name. Almost if this like anti-capitalist thing is coming up now, it's like, well, that was just the 60s. And mm-hmm. then the 70s, 80s, 90s, two, early 2000s was swinging the other way. And now it's kind of hopefully swinging some other way. But it's also not it's also not no it's getting more and more capitalist yeah it's literally it's literally people like us it's girls being like yeah communism like fuck capitalism Mm -hmm. meanwhile like fucking grinding so hard like it's all about your aesthetic it's all about the lifestyle being like i just need to get a sponsor yeah yeah literally it is so wanky and and it is kind of um it's not new which is why I think the manifesting and the whole like that girl narrative and even like hot girl summer, it's it's a nice idea. It's the romanticizing your life thing. It's a nice idea. And then the critique of it is, okay, but it's classist and it's reductive and it's like white supremacist values and all of these things. But then we still perform it and we still just go along with it as every generation has done previously. Just play your role. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's when, when wealth as in like monetary wealth, is still looked at as the pinnacle of success. Mm. It does strip it back to just the American dream. It's the same old thing of everyone just wants what... Okay, we'll go back to kind of mice and men. We're we're, um, Curly's wife again. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, okay, so I want my... I'll work hard in my youth so that I can have a nice sort of piece of land that I can retire on with my family, with my children, with my animals. That's my life. That's mm-hmm. the American dream. You come from nothing to something um, through work. And it's like, that is still essentially what we are um, pursuing. Labour will set you free. Yeah. Well, that's kind of horrific because that's the fucking Nazi. It's <laughs> <laughs> really horrific. Yeah. Really horrific. What references are we dropping today? Bad ones. <laughs> we're, we're just quoting um, a little bit of the sign in Auschwitz. All of Auschwitz. <laughs> but it is still that. It's 
if you work hard, you will get a comfortable pension and then you will be able to live with your partner, with your like two children and your dog in like a nice house with maybe a garden that someone you can kind of do your thing and you can retire there and maybe move to like Spain in your like 70s. So yeah, we're still pursuing the same thing. It's just the visuals of it have changed. Like the optics are now, mm-hmm. well, I'll have a lovely white bed sheet on it. <laughs> <laughs> on the grass at a picnic take us back to the live but i'll have a lovely white like bed linen on a huge four poster kind of delicious bed Mm. um from mns and i will also have my dog will be a little just like little labrador vibe and the optics of it have changed yeah kind of thinking what do normal people want it's like this so far from what i visually want a labrador little lovely labrador but it's like people want these things it's still essentially what fucking Lenny and George were looking for. It's just like you just want to have like comfortable stability that is like admirable to others that you have not got through winning the lottery or anything that's kind of seen as um, like, oh, you didn't earn that. It's like, no, you want to have earned that mm. through hard work so that you can then feel accomplished. This is what I was going to say. It's like, the, isn't that's not even the fucked bit. The fucked bit is everyone's screaming about anti-capitalism, anti-capitalism, and yet we've never worked harder. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we're all screaming about anti-capitalism and blah, 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 and self-care and like take days off and blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But in order to keep up, you look around and think, well, I know you're fucking lying. Yeah. Because if if I'm trying to keep up with you, I have to ignore everything that you're saying and everything that I'm saying, because I know that that's not the reality of what you're doing. It's like, we're really at a point where we're not practicing what we're preaching. I feel like with the productivity and the hot girl summer and the manifesting, it's just like, we're saying one thing and living. Doing the complete opposite. And you're working a lot of the time unpaid. A lot of the stuff that you think is not labour is actually labour. Like you work a huge shift at at somewhere. I don't know, you're a teacher. You do a whole fucking long day cleaning up fucking children, teaching them their times tables, blah, blah, blah. Then you come back and it's like, well, now I kind of need to, I'm going to the pub and I do really want to get an Instagram picture there so that I can also appear successful in this way because you're working, you're working to compete with everyone else that you see on the on the internet and all of this stuff. So I've got to do this. Oh, and also I've also got to cook dinner and the blah, blah, blah. you're doing a lot of like unpaid. And now my sister's calling me, telling me that this type of thing with her argument. So now I have to yeah. invent, now I'm a therapist for an hour. It's like, you are a million things in one. If you exist in this world right now, 25, you're a 21st century woman, or whoever you are, you are a million things in one and like 99% of them are not given the credit you're not given the credit for in society you're you're considered worthless so it's like okay well do I just die (laughs) die yeah well no you don't die no yeah yeah. let's not die do I just die yeah yeah no you don't no So I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Just all that being said, <laughs> it's <laughs> horrific and all of this stuff. I do just kind of want to get into the fun of it as well uh-huh. because I just think we're trying to do an episode. You're going to ask me if I've ever manifested anything. Well, I know I wanted to. Well, I know I know that you have. I know that it's just manifesting happens all the time. Mm. But I wanted to ask you what's like the most fun thing you've ever manifested? Like the biggest thing that sticks in your head of like, oh my god, I cannot believe I manifested that. Or that you think was like down to some kind of like manifesting process. Yeah, there are so many things. But for the sake of being on the podcast, I'll say the podcast. Oh my, oh my God, so fucking true. Go on. 
tell the story. I almost don't know where the story begins. I don't even know what the story is. I don't know because it's it's hard to even... It's almost like I'm, I'm going to say all this, but it's also like, well, do I believe any of it? I don't know. Yeah, but I think... We, can we just suspend disbelief for this story sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. It goes without saying privilege. Goes without saying all these things. They go without saying. Capitalism. Yeah. yeah. It kind of is. We're all on the same page. It is a huge privilege to think that you have any power to create. Alive. Yeah. If you're screaming, screaming, you are the authority in your own life it's like yeah there's a whole lot of privilege going yeah. on and even the awareness of, to articulate that however <laughs> i think nana summed that up perfectly that's nana's point is goes about saying it's huge and now here's all our bullshit that we're gonna put in because it's just fun yeah the one and i do believe this honestly without question when i have good things in my life i do feel i remember once this was like this was it might even be like a year ago maybe more we recorded an episode and we cut that whole thing. We had a whole argument about soulmates. Do you remember? Because I said that you're my, you're one of my soulmates. That soulmates are real and that you're one of mine. And you said, well, I don't believe in them. And I said, well, that's fucking rude. Because I just said you're one of mine. Fucking nutter. Well, I don't know about you, but I think you're deluded. And also, you don't mean anything to me, essentially saying that. <laughs> just um, in one. But I do feel like with the soulmates thing, just with anything, I am the sort of person that likes to believe in in like a in a sort of destiny in a fate situation and I think in part I believe that because also I've had really fucking shitty things happen to me Mm. that I almost feel quite justified in my belief of my nice things yeah because it's kind of um I'm not I'm not gonna spell who it is but I'm not this vague character that Sephi was talking about earlier of like yeah yeah. thinking you've had a grueling life when you haven't it's almost um the gruels have been Gruelle. Oh, honestly, Gruella Deville. Real dated <laughs> reference, Christ. <laughs> kind of my grandma's loving that little joke. <laughs> I think it is that kind of thing of like when you've had the shitty things, not that I've had the shittiest life ever, but just when you've had the shitty things, you do feel the niceness. Yeah. You can feel the niceness then. And I do feel like there is something, just a little bit, of, a little bit of sparkle, a little bit of magic. A little bit of spice to that. Yeah, a little bit of spice around the idea of like, I didn't know you. Like, I didn't know you for long, even before we were like, let's do a thing. No, no. We didn't know each other properly at all. And I always knew I wanted to do a thing before, but it's like, it never happened. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just, it, sometimes you just get nudged into, and it's true, nobody's coming, Harry. No one picks you up and puts you in where you want to be or puts you where you need to be. You do need to make it happen. However, sometimes I feel like, and when it comes to the podcast, I feel like there are universal nudges where even just being inched closer to you, the fact that we met, you know, it wasn't, I think meeting people or like being in a room with someone or just, do you know what I mean? Finding yourself in a situation that you didn't plan for, that is kind of, um, you know, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world if you want to think that that's some sort of universal magic. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's not necessarily a coincidence. Yeah. And also I remember you saying something like, sort of the year before it was kind of your th- in that you were saying year, to yourself, I yeah. just want to have some kind of Instagram I don't know what it is but I want to have like an aesthetic page mm-hmm. where I post things I care about or something like that and then I think it was in the February that we were like right let's do something and then you're like fuck I didn't realize this is something that I like this is what I wanted even said that I wanted at the like I didn't know that mm-hmm. I was heading that way and I think I easily couldn't have in the sense of like it was literally a passing dream mm-hmm. do you know what I mean it's not something that I was putting into action and actually I was gonna say I feel like with manifesting and like goal setting and all of this stuff I've got two ways of doing it the first being like a sort of spiritual manifesting sense it leans more into that but it's also not for me that spiritual quote-unquote manifesting just comes down to giving myself the permission to think about what I would actually want. Yeah. Because I absolutely know that when I thought that, the kind of that new year prior to creating this space with you, I hadn't given myself permission to want it because, which then leads into the second half, my other side, which is putting it into action. First, I have to give myself permission to think about what I would actually want. Yeah. And from there, I can start thinking about, okay, but how would I make that happen? Like week by week, what does that look like for me? Completely, completely. And that is the two sides of, it's all very well being like, I wish, I wish, I wish upon a star that I will become the CEO of my own company. And then being like, right, I'm off to my um, shift, the whatever. Yeah. Someone wrote in a really good message saying, I feel like manifesting is very passive and it is basically just wishing and it's like yeah you're wishing on yeah a star you're wishing on Sefi's starry night set <laughs> yeah literally but then I also think I think I am just inherently a bit of a dreamer in the it's like I think mm-hmm. you should wish I think you should wish wish with Same. all your might but give yourself permission to wish yeah completely because I think it's like you don't even really need to do the action fuck it yeah of course if you actually want it to happen do you have to put some action in yeah action to me suggests some kind of desperation yeah that has to be separated i think you need to accept that your life is as it is and that if it never happens you'll be happy and you're fine um and this would just be a thing that kind of wouldn't it be great if this also happened like oh my god it would be amazing but my life as it stands is also absolutely stunning because i think when you want something I don't know where I was reading this. I'm kind of thinking, was it in my Eckhart Tolle book? But I don't think it was. Mm. But it was like wanting is essentially suffering. Like it's kind of to, the act of wanting something. If you tune into that feeling, it's just suffering. It's just not accepting your life. It's having a crush on Seth Rogen. It's like yeah, this is I'm never. I will never be never happy be happy. again. <laughs> I will never be happy until I'm with Seth Rogen. I need fucking vases in my room now. <laughs> 
I will never be happy again. Vases in my room, Seth Rogen in my bed. Yeah. I will never be happy, but alack, you can't live like that. But actually, I think what you were saying about desperation, I think it actually comes down to then you have to separate... It's, it's whether or not you, whatever you're desiring. It's the purity of that desire. Because also, I easily could have had when I was... So as you said, I like I was thinking, oh, I would just love like a space, some sort of online thing. I would love to have some sort of connection with people where it's like things that we actually care about, mm-hmm. like r- something real versus that easily could have been me sat there having the passing thought of like, I want people to tell me they love me. Yeah. I want to be validated yeah. on Instagram. Do you know what I mean? Like you can, and it goes both ways. I guess the the optics of, of what that could look like could be exactly the same. But my desire, I'm happy to say, was pure. The, in the purest sense of like, I would love something that really meant something, even if it just meant something to me. And then it came in like the most amazing way, I'm close without saying, <laughs> that it came in the most amazing way. But it, it like, it is a pure thing. And it does, it matters. If, if to no one it matters, it definitely matters to us, yeah. which is good. That's the main thing. But it's true. You will be, you, you will be wanting something out of desperation if you're wanting to be validated for something that isn't pure. But I think putting things into action is fine if you're if you're doing a pure thing. Completely. If you're doing it because you genuinely just want to do that, you want that experience in your life, I think you're well within your rights to want better for yourself and try and make it happen. It's kind of if you want it for the pleasure of wanting it. It reminds me of my poem that I said in a few episodes about my ridiculous poem. <laughs> or not even poem. I think it was kind of a chant, a mantra. Yeah, it was. I don't know what it was. It kind of came to me from the gods. Yeah. Um, But if you want it... No, what is it? Yeah. What was it? If you want it, you might as well forget it. No, no. If you need it, then go out now and get it. Yeah, that was yeah. the ending. That was the crucial bit. Do you want it because you really want it? Or do you want it because you really need it? If you want it, then go on out and get it. No. No. Yeah. Yes. No. And then if you need it, you might as well forget it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Forget the no in the middle and that was it. <laughs> Makes no sense. It's, it's like, what? They're listening like, what? I've really got no idea what's going on. It wasn't genius, but I made it up in the car once when I was driving. I thought, that is great. There were uh, there were other verses. There were great things. There were like, uh, <laughs> are you? do you want it? Because you're looking next door was a thing. Are you comparing yourself? Like, there was a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. knows. It was long. If anyone remembers it from my friends, tell me it. <laughs> if anyone saved that in their notes at the time. But I think that's it. Do you, If you're seeking something because you want it to elevate your life for like the pleasure of having it and you're like, this will be a great thing. I really just want to go to Thought Park on Tuesday. That'd be fucking great. Oh my God. And trust me, I do. Should we go live at Thought Park? Oh my God. It would be amazing fuck. if we were live in the queue and then we went on a roller coaster live. And drop our phone, phone. it ends up on the news. (laughs) Or like something crazy happens, it ends up on the news. What an accident. Thanks for that. Touch wood. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm not necessarily thinking touch wood. I'm more thinking it gets stuck and it's like... Well, what else is going to happen? It's like girls have been stuck at the top of of stealth for 45 minutes and we're streaming now from Sephi and Wing. I went on a roller coaster once with my retainer in and I got to the top and it spanned me upside down and my retainer dropped out of my mouth onto the ground. I had to go and find it and I couldn't find it and I had to get a replacement. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> I know. It's raining retainers. It's also really embarrassing. It's like, you're with all your friends and it's like, what, well, we're here hunting for my retainer. It's like, don't, they're like, what are you looking for? It's like, don't worry, nothing, nothing. <laughs> yes. not looking for anything. It's like, what? honestly, don't even worry about it. Why don't you guys go to the toilet now? You said you needed a wee. <laughs> yeah. I'll, be, I'll join you in five minutes. It's like, why are you spitting so much? It's like, don't worry, don't worry. Forget about it. <laughs> 
your teeth are looking really shit right now. Don't Forget talk anymore about it. About it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> like me losing my fucking contact lens right before we went live makes me nauseous thinking about it. We knew something crazy would happen. Crazy. It's so crazy unbelievable. Would happen. <laughs> We're wild as shit, guys. So something with manifesting that I wanted to talk about as well was I always feel like the emphasis on like thinking thought and like having like a a specific outcome that you want of like I want to have this amount of money or I want to have this job or I want to have this house or piece of clothing or um partner or whatever or this experience um I think that doesn't work for me in that I always think my manifestations never come true (laughs) I didn't know this I really think it is whenever I I've said it before in a in a in many an episode I'm sure but it's like my life always goes not to my plan mm-hmm. because I think my plan is very strict and very, um, I don't know what's best for me. I hate to say it, but it's it's the desperation vibe that you were talking about earlier. Yeah, it's like, if I'm like, right, I have to end up in Paris next year. Your poem's gone out the window. <laughs> poem's gone out the window. It's, I need to end up in Paris. If I don't end up in Paris, I'm fucked, I'm fucked, I'm fucked. And then it's like, actually, Paris wasn't for you because you're actually going here instead. And I think yeah. that is part of my whole thing with it of relinquish all control and trust the timing of life in that I do not know what's best for me in a lot of ways or because all of the things that I have pursued in my life or a lot of the things that I have pursued have turned to shit and a lot of the things in fact I would say all of the good things that I have in my life have been of no planning or mm-hmm. action in a lot of way of my own that it doesn't feel completely organic it's like everything good that has happened to me has been organic and all of the things mm-hmm. that have been like letdowns and disappointments have been me trying to orchestrate my life in a certain way of being like I want to meet this person at this party at this time it's like yeah. you won't meet them you will never meet them you're writing scripts yeah I, I just think letting the your life flow in an, in an organic way maybe there is some fate going on maybe there is some predestined thing that you're trying to steer it off course and it's like no you're supposed to be going over here but maybe it is just you cannot force a river your life to go in any direction it's going to flow as it's going to flow like i'm almost go- the river's going over here but i'm trying to dig a new fucking canal it's like no let it flow as it's going to flow you literally have no choice damn damn girl that's a good point <laughs> nice <laughs> that's all like that damn honestly i've seen myself <laughs> Yeah, no, but honestly, damn, that's a good point. Yeah, I, I agree with you, though. And I see that for you in the sense of like, I, I agree with you. I see the that rigidity. And I think yeah. that that's a real problem for people. That's why I think the balance is really important of like, knowing that you deserve something, knowing you can go out and, you know, make something you can, you can put, you know, you're capable of making things happen for yourself in some way. But then also not fucking forcing Force it. it. Jesus Christ, don't force it. Are you forcing us? I didn't consent to this. The universe did not consent to this. It's not consensual. My life's like, I did not consent to this direction. Honestly, stop forcing me. <laughs> you can definitely tell the difference between in yourself. Oh, I can definitely tell the difference between something that is organic and something that is being forced because if you feel resistance. Can you tell though? Can you tell? I can tell. Because I, I feel tell. like sometimes we've had convos where you're like, yeah, no fuck. No, no, but I think I can tell. For example, something that I always think, well, that I've been thinking recently 
was back in the day when I was like applying for jobs out of uni it's like I can feel the force in this I can feel that like mm. I just need to get feels like somebody else's life a job out of uni yeah it's like it's not what I wanted and there was a whole period I, I'm gonna just say the fucking brand name there was a whole period in my life where I had like interviews with like at BuzzFeed and I was like <laughs> okay if I, I could get this job at BuzzFeed and it became a bit of a like I don't really want this but I think I'm suited to that and that's what I should do and it's kind of what everyone would expect me to do mm-hmm. out of uni sort of thing it's like yeah that makes sense yeah you're kind of doing some social media thing at BuzzFeed it's like that's not what I even want I literally don't want that yeah you're sending us kind of quizzes what friend's character is your breakfast which Shrek <laughs> character are you oh kill me kill me now I'll do the quiz yeah. but I will not make yeah. the quiz no offense if you're making the quiz by the way because also it does go hand in hand with, look, we also do what we got to do, you know? Also, it's like, I'd have a lot more money if I did that. Mm-hmm. I would be able to have a lot nicer things if I did that. But it's not, I, I know I wouldn't be happy in it because, yeah. and then I feel the difference in the how organic this has felt. Or like, I even thought it when I was doing my like illustration stuff recently. It's like, I woke up with an idea. I went to the shops got the stuff I needed, came back, did it, made it. And it's like, that didn't feel, I didn't feel any resistance. It wasn't of a desire to appear like anything. Mm. It was purely just like, oh, I th- I've got an idea. I'm going to do it and I'm going to make it and blah, 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 blah. Rather than if I do this kind of calculated steps to, if yeah. I do this, then people will view me in a certain way. That, that therefore will allow me this opportunity and therefore yeah. I will be able to live here and meet this piece, this type of person and this type of person. I then... 40 years down the line I'll have this and this and this and it's like no I don't know where I'm going to be in in five years time let alone 40 years time right now totally that I think that's hard though for a lot of people because it is kind of the opposite of your survival instinct it's not self-preservational at at all all. you don't have a pension that's for sure (laughs) yeah that's for sure but then simultaneously if your survival instinct is telling you to fucking stress every fucking day and live in misery then you're also not you're definitely not living you know in um kind of prime in your prime state but i think that's the battle that is i think that's the battle in life yeah it's finding the balance i don't know right now you may not need to be making a lot of the decisions that you're making or like if the root of the way you live like a miserable life (laughs) is for enough money to live and all of these things yes then it's probably a good idea to live that miserable life because like fuck you need to have a house you need to have food all of this stuff but if the root of why you're choosing to live a miserable life beyond your means i.e to buy nice clothes to be able to go to things that you don't really need to go like you're living for the excess or for an image Mm -hmm. an image of happiness i'm saying of wanting to be able to put in your bio like executive producer at blah 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 but you actually don't want to be that thing out of habit and the stories that you've been told there's an element not even an element of performance it is performance it's fully performance and i think if you're living in misery for that Mm -hmm. even if you've convinced yourself that you're kind of happy I don't know it's almost I don't know what my point is really well is anyone happy though in saying that because you'll be sat doing your painting thinking tomorrow I need to blah 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 it's like oh I am not the poster child of happiness by (laughs) any means (laughs) no but just kind of all of us in life this whole thing just becomes redundant then because none of us are being present anyway yeah completely yeah I mean so even if you're even if we just let go and we just do the right amount of taking action and we find that balance you're still probably going to be miserable because you're stressing about what you've got to do next week. So actually this whole episode is redundant. Is void, yeah. Because I just want to talk about being present. 
No, I completely agree. I think that is it. Isn't it? Well, that's the whole thing that I was saying that, well, I'm quoting from someone, but God knows who. I think it is that cartel. A million kind of profits. Well, That it's like... Profits. It's like a million profits to the end of time that the feeling of wanting is suffering. Desire is suffering. Mm. To want something that you do not have is not living in the present moment. Therefore, you are, mm-hmm. you're dead. If you're not living right now, where are you? You're dead. Well, you haven't lived a day in your life. You spent the whole time yeah. in your head. You've never come to planet Earth. You've never been sat on the ground. You've been in, in a brain the whole time. Mm-hmm. You've been in a kind of abstract realm of tomorrow, simultaneously stressing about the past, simultaneously stressing about how you're going to pay your rent next month, simultaneously stressing about that conversation that hasn't happened yet. You're everywhere but alive. Yeah, you're everywhere but here. You're not alive. You are everywhere but here. You're everywhere but in your life. That's fucked. Which is why the nobody's coming, Harry thing. I'm not going to explain it. You'll have to go and find the episode where we first spoke about that. But no one's coming to pull you back into the present moment. Maybe this is us. Maybe this is us pulling you into the present moment. It's kind of in Inception where they play the... This is like, we're waking you up. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Kind (laughs) of a spinning top. That's what I remember from that film. Exactly. Yeah. This is us pulling you back in and being like, hang on. Are you present right now? What are you doing? Are you cooking dinner? Are you going for a walk? Are you seeing your friends later? Are you stressing about something? Where are you? Right now, look up. Are you on a walk right now? Look up. Yeah, look around. Look around. Are there some birds in the sky? It's nice to meet you. We're Safi and Wing. Nice to meet you. Nice to be here with you. It's nice to meet you. What a lovely moment. How does it feel right now in your body? Have you got like period pains right now? Like, yeah. oh, it's like your back kind of itching a bit. Like your feet, are they aching? Like what is going on? Like, how does it feel in your body like right now in this moment? Right now? Yeah. Yeah. God, oh, I love that. That's more important than at this party, I'm going to bump into the love of my life. Fuck that. No, you're not. How are you right now? Yeah, fuck that. You might not even go. It might be fucking cancelled because there's a hurricane. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There might be a hurricane. But also, at that party, are you even there? How are you feeling at your body in that moment then? Exactly. You're not there because you're thinking, is he coming? Is he coming? Yeah. Where are my friends? Oh God, do I look a bit lame right now? Oh my God, my top is too tight. I don't look good in this. Uh You're not there. When you're there, you're not even there. Where have you been? You're everywhere but here. Where have you been all my life? I don't know what you're singing, but I could have danced to it. Where have you been all my life? You know that song, Rihanna. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Got it, got it. Now that, now it's hit me. Where have you been all my life? (laughs) Do you know what I kind of thought you were going to sing? I don't know why. I just haven't met you yet. Oh my God. I thought you were going to say, and I've had the time of my my life. life. (laughs) Yeah, nice. Nice. Jesus. Well, anyway, pull you into the present moment. I think we've done that. (laughs) Am I saying a thing or are you saying a thing? I can ask you something, yeah. That was what we said, wasn't it? You, although yeah. you were going to ask me something sad. Go on, ask me. But I, it's not sad, but I said it could take a turn for the evil. And I said, if there's ever an opportunity to make something sad, I'll do it. But go on. Okay, well, I was going to say, have you ever accidentally manifested something bad? Um, No, I, I think... So my belief would be that that just looks like what you were talking about earlier of, like, the desperation of, like you're going to set yourself up for failure. I don't, I just don't believe in that. I think you manifest something bad by spending your time being cruel to yourself. What about you? Yeah, you create unhappiness within you. Yeah, same. I just, I do think it's that you, if you're coming with negative vibes, you will just be fed negative vibes. If you come to anything with, again, desperation and kind of, I need this, I need this. It's just, it's going to come back in your face kind of with shit. Because even when you get the thing, you could be, I want an Oscar. I want to win an Oscar. I want to win an Oscar. You're standing on stage. Thank you so much. And you're feeling 
nothing my intentions for this were bleak yeah my intentions were i need this thing and then you're stood there going i don't fucking leonardo dicaprio is looking at me i don't even fucking know him <laughs> fucking wacky and phoenix over there don't you mean nothing to me that's not true you're obsessed no but i'm not me in that scenario oh <laughs> those two people came to mind because leonardo dicaprio yeah oscars i think of him he would be at the oscars joaquin was the next person i thought of because you are my life and soul and everything joaquin. right but you were playing a character in that thing i was playing a character of someone that desperately wants an oscar okay well i mean i wouldn't say no to one to me th- those sorts of things it's like yeah i want it like i kind of want to find a bar of gold in an old coat pocket it's like i'm not banking on it mm. it's like, i would love that to happen as in a chocolate bar gold bar or a bar of gold a bar of gold a slab of gold it's like yeah that would be great i mean i would love to find that that's kind of my in lord of the rings but i'm not doing anything in my waking life to make it happen um okay well i was gonna ask you not a sad vibe where are you kind of at with manifesting and like mm. you know what what what's your like mindfulness vibe at the moment i know i know yoga yeah okay so it goes without saying boring no, I'm, just... I'm the yoga gal at the moment goes without saying yoga. literally goes without saying can't get enough <laughs> But you can talk about yoga, but... Well, I'm not going to because it's just boring. But I mean in a manifesting sense, like, what do you do to stop the desperation? Or what do you do to (laughs) keep it real? I am in quite a good routine at the moment of... I found these, like, um, meditations that I really like. Because I don't... As much as I really like Headspace, I do think it's a bit i don't know it's not really it's not really my vibe there goes our sponsor unless they want to sponsor me then it's entirely my vibe <laughs> andy i'll do anything for you then it's the best thing i've, I've ever, ever seen used. to be honest it did get me into it like when i was like 14 my dad was like there's a thing called headspace do you want it like a, the, a, the subscription app thing when it was like mm-hmm. back in the day and i was like yeah this is great and i had it for years it helped my anxiety so much back in the day but now you evolved to great meditations youtube channel yeah there's a youtube channel I was showing me this the other day because after our picnic we came back and kind of died <laughs> we were like lying in my bed real couple vibes <laughs> and i we were watching game of thrones but we stopped it and i remember we watched well we stopped it many times but <laughs> we were watching what's it called tom holland performing under my umbrella <laughs> and i was like do you not just find this so fit and you're like no <laughs> i was like no but i wish i did because i do get it but it's it must be internalized homophobia there's something going on it, it's just completely internal it's toxic masculinity that's the only reason that it's not hot but it is but also i think sexuality and desire in sexual desire is so interesting but anyway it's mm. the most interesting thing i could kind of talk about that all day that tom holland performance yeah <laughs> yeah it's kind of making me quite sweat to talk about it really <laughs> if you haven't watched it tom holland li- i think it's just really fucking hot i'm honestly sweating <laughs> no i'm really hot all of a sudden it's a hot day go watch tom holland lip battle and you may die or may not die of hotness what was that what was i talking about but anyway great meditations oh, then i also showed you the it just came up on the side great meditations which is this random youtube channel which i hate the aesthetic of i sorry if you're listening the person that designs it i hate the aesthetic it's kind of there goes another sponsor one <laughs> <laughs> out the window <laughs> great meditations it's kind of they're kind of cartoon girls sitting there but there's one woman's voice that speaks on the on these videos she goes oh what she says she's like this is for your most loving and highest good and it's like it's very Mm. american she goes holding it at the top 
and let it go with a sigh. Ooh, lovely. It makes me feel very relaxed. I, I think I don't like a man speaking to me in meditation. It's like, I can't relax with you in my ears. I thought I didn't, but actually, so I was, it's funny you should say this because I was gonna, I was literally thinking this morning, do I use a great meditation, Sefi's favourite YouTube channel, <laughs> meditation? I thought, no, I'll just stick because I use this app called Balance. Nice. Not sponsored. I fucking wish it was, but I got a year free last year so oh, still i'm using my year yeah and i actually really like it and i prefer the man's voice he's called a fozu i think or and the girl's called leah and i just i think i prefer him you prefer a fozu yeah no i get that yeah. i think it just depends like i agree i'm, I'm joking though saying i couldn't have a man's voice in my ear but also no but i totally get that i totally get because i don't like a man asmr would set me set my teeth on edge <laughs> fucking honestly would set my teeth would say, on but... edge that would freak me right out actually because i think there's something a little bit it's intimate asmr yeah because it's like i'm um, why you why is a man whispering to me get Literally. the fuck out of my fucking ear hole you fucking cunt stop trying to rape me honestly you freak you're a perv you're a perv yeah get the who the fuck do you think you're talking to yeah back the fuck up honestly i i completely agree male AS- asmr because it's dark and it's intimate whereas a woman and I'm like, ooh, kind of finger me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come brush my hair, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'm into that at the moment. So I do that every morning. But like, it, they, she does ones where as you're lying in bed, like as you're waking up and then ones that kind of get you to go to sleep as well. And then there are like mm. millions of like for everything, like everything. But I quite like doing one before I've got out of bed. And I also am doing a new thing before I've got out of bed. I like to read a bit, like just literally like three pages. Because nice. I think I am just best suited in a fictional world. I'm just best suited in like the daydreams of life. And I think before I have to do anything in this shitty reality, I do like to be thrown into just straight away. Make the most of the alternate ones first. Just yeah. get me into dream land. Like just get me into, I've literally just come out of dreaming and I'm like, get me into dream land now. <laughs> but I think it just helps me. Honestly, this place sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking here again, Jesus. <laughs> but it's like, I think I just like to, I think I just I like reading. I like being in. Yeah. I I just I quite like to get straight into fiction straight away in that way, like into a fictional thing. That sounds healthy. <laughs> That's really great. That's the thing. No, but same here. But I think I struggle with addiction to that. I, oh, I same same that's why it's just like a couple pages <laughs> so let's recommend it to these lot but that's why it's not like oh i'm gonna put on tv straight away because then you're done for but it's like i'm a goner reading still quite present yeah reading yeah. is still quite present you i remember once being like to my dad oh i haven't done any work i've just been reading today and he was like reading is work and i do think in a lot of ways reading is very active like you are using your brain mm. it's amazing and i definitely go through phases when i'm reading and i'm not reading and stuff but that's one of my new things that it's like i like to read in the morning that's straight nice. away and I think that really sets me up. Then I do my yoga and all of this stuff. But I don't think I'm, I'm not in a very spiritually charged place at the moment. Like the fucking full moon's just been, didn't put my crystals out, all of that shit, which I like to do kind of for fun. But I'm not feeling very spookster. Like I, I don't have any ghostly stuff happening. Mm. Like I have nothing spookster, which That's I'm okay. gussed about. So if anyone has any ghost stuff, tell me it all. Oh, well, yeah, it goes without saying. I'd love to hear it. I w- I'm kind of thinking I can't wait for Halloween, like Halloween episode. Oh my God. We could do a Halloween dress up vibe. <gasps> oh my God, I couldn't wait. Halloween's my favourite fucking day. Not even Halloween day, Halloween vibe. Remember when we thought you were going to get sacrificed on Halloween? Yeah, that was mental. That was mental. <laughs> that was mental. I don't know how much we can say, but basically Sefi was in an environment that she couldn't leave. And it was like, she could only leave once Halloween had passed. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, can I leave now? And they said, you can't leave until after Halloween. And I thought, I'm definitely getting sacrificed on Halloween. 
definitely getting sacrificed on Halloween. Oh my god! Like it was amazing, but it was just um, there was that you never really want to hear. You can't leave until the day after Halloween. It's like that's convenient. Halloween. It's like well, you're not leaving then. It's like I've seen this plot before. You're never leaving. I've seen this before. Honestly, I think I've seen this film before. Yeah. Um. Don't bring me into Taylor Swift. Are we wrapping? Oh, are we wrapping? Okay, cool. I don't know. We can wrap, I guess. Yeah. Well, I've got nothing else to say. No, neither. I just basically can't. When it starts being, I can't wait for Halloween, you know it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, well. I'm, it's kind of March. Whatever. What month is it? May. I've got bad news for you. It's June. And I can't wait to October. It's June now, yeah. Yeah, it's June now. Oh, look, this is what I mean. I don't know what where we are in life. So... If you don't hear from us, assume the worst. Assume the worst. <laughs> um, but also thank you. Thank you for listening and thank you for bearing with us. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like we're at such a good point with you guys at the moment. Like, Same. You very much live with us in our minds all the time. Like we very much go through our days with you on the mind. So totally. whether or not that's reciprocated, that's fine. <laughs> that's absolutely fine. And we'll see you next week, hopefully, if not assume the worst. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.